Hello, sports fans, and welcome to the 13th episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam, and I know very little about football, so I'm joined with my panel of armchair experts. Smokes? Hey, you did it again. It's a pubcast. I love it. It's a pubcast. <laughs> Principal, how are you? Good, and good to be back after missing last week. I'm going to be honest with you, listener. Uh, I feel like we're all a bit dusty after last night's uh, State of Origin Game 1. Uh, Smoke sounds like he's been screaming at the TV all afternoon and evening, probably because he has been. Uh, sim- uh, sorry, Principal has been worked off his bottom, and uh, so have I. So let's get into our beers. Mm, ching, ching. Here we go. And uh, let's uh, talk about some of these games from Round 13. Uh, d- Dragons versus Broncos. Anyone want to take a stab? Yeah, geez. Wasn't this a great um, seven days of footy for me, bookended by this game and then the Origin game? Um, We make teams look like world beaters. The Broncos make teams look like world beaters. The Dragons have not been in good form, and they put over 50 points. And and, the the most frustrating thing in this game is, like, we're going sort of toe-to-toe with them. We actually led 18-12 after 35 minutes. And the Dragons levelled up. And then literally right as the halftime siren goes, they, they put in a nothing kick. It was a nothing kick. And all Jermaine Osaka had to do was grab the ball and run out. And he literally just stood there and let Matt Dufty run past him and score the try. And that, that just completely broke them. And then they were just woeful in the second half. So they are just... Yeah, it's, it's, it's so frustrating because they... You see there's talent there, but, geez, they just... They are just so rudderless and they just, um, when, when things get tough, they just stop playing. They're, they're very soft. Yeah, that, I think, you know, that's the difference that Adam Reynolds and co will add next year if they get some of these players that they're going yeah. after. You know, it's just, yeah. yeah, they just sort of fall apart and I don't know, it's just, yeah. you know, I can't. Well, our best, our best player um, was Albert Kelly. It's a guy we brought back who hasn't played NRL for about nine seasons. Um, and, you know, he set up three tries uh, through different ma- uh, means. One, one was through a, a nice little um, around-the-corner offload. Another one was through a kick. Like, he, he played some pretty good footy, and that's why he's, well, he's kept his jersey this week. And you sort of think, well, if a guy can come back not playing first grade for eight or nine years and, and, and pretty much be our, our most enthusiastic player, um, some of these other guys have got to pull their heads up, uh, you know, pull themselves together and just um, start showing a bit of desire to be there. Mm. Do they persist with them or do they just, they've really got to yeah, get rid of I, a few players or do you think they yeah, they can work? Well, he's, he's, dropped, he's dropped a few guys this week. I mean, Asako has been dropped because he had an absolute shocker. A yeah. um, couple of other guys, well, they've, they've brought Carmichael Hunt into the halves this week. Yeah, I saw that. Um, which is interesting. I mean, I think I've read he's, it's over 4,000 days since he last played um, an NRL match for the Broncos. So it's a long time. But uh, look, I guess the one thing is he certainly won't, um, he won't die wondering. Like, he'll, he'll get in there and, and have a real red-hot red hot crack. So uh, and he'll give a bit of extra experience and all that. So we'll just... I, I, think, I think this year... Look, Kevy gets a pass this year for how, for how we go. Because he's obviously going to experiment, but next year there won't be any excuses. If the performances continue like this, there won't be any excuse for it. Yeah, no, it's, it's really got to show something next year, especially getting mm. some some of the players. Uh, West Tigers versus Panthers. Principal, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, so this was... I actually tipped this one, which was surprising. I was, you know, 
thought, you know, Tigers might give it a pretty good crack. But, you know, we found Penrith's weakness. Just take away half their players. Damn, (laughs) they lose games. It was awesome. Who would have known known that was a weakness? (laughs) Take away their their best, like, six or seven players, and and that's how you can beat them. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. If Origin was every couple of weeks, they would have no chance of winning the comp. But... It was good to see Tigers win. You know what? I, every time I see them win this year, I just feel happy. For, for some reason, I'm like, good on them. You know, maybe it's just because my team's losing every week. I have no idea. But, you know, I thought it was good on, good on the Tigers. They played all right. That's they played it. pretty good. And you know what? It was actually an entertaining game because it was close enough. And I thought, yeah, you know what? It was a good game. But, yeah, that's... Look, I mean... You can only beat what's put in front of you, and that's what exactly. they did. So I think I think they ended up pulling away a bit and ended up winning by about twenty two. I think so. Yeah. So you know it was a it was a good effort, and um, you know obviously Penrith well down on troops. So I, I don't think there's much to read in the loss for them. But yeah, good on the Tigers. As you said, it's it's good on them. Good win. Yeah, good I thought they won twelve actually... in a row. Like yeah. they were bound to lose one oh, to lose right, that's uh, right. Yeah. Set of Origin Week is not a, a slide yeah. against the Panthers at all. I think it's exactly right. I don't think they'll lose much sleep over that, and nope. um, they, they they can afford a loss or two because they've put themselves in such a strong position. Yeah, and I thought um, Matt Burton actually didn't have that good a game either this week. That was his chance to really like show yeah, what he's made up at six, point. and it was pretty. You know, it wasn't spectacular. So I thought that was interesting yeah. since he's been going so well at centre, and he actually had the chance to play in the halves and and sort of yeah. control things a bit. And yeah, it didn't, didn't yeah, show that's, much. That's, that's where he's going to play at the dogs, isn't yeah. it? In the halves. So yeah, it's a fair point. He had a chance, and um, yeah, it wasn't um, spectacular. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, no, he's a pretty good player. He'll probably bounce back and have a good game this week with mm. some cattle back. But yeah, sorry. So, Smokes, the Storm versus Titans. Yeah, like, I, I watched um, a good chunk of this game. Um, yeah, look, um, it was it was fairly close. I mean, obviously Melbourne were missing some some pretty key players, but they've been missing a few key players for a while now. So um, you know they were pretty used to playing with that with that particular team they had together and. Um, the Titans, you know, they, they defended a bit better than what they had of, of recent times. They they stayed with Melbourne and, geez, they, they bombed a real opportunity right on full time. They, they put on a great play um, as the siren was going to try and draw level. They, they worked, worked about 40 or 50 metres downfield and the final pass was just way out in front of the winger. I mean, if, it, if the pass had landed, he would have scored. Um, but they, um, they, they stayed in the fight, though, the Titans. So an improved effort from them, but... Melbourne are just going to get stronger with these Origin players back in their side, so pretty solid from them as well to do it without their top guns. And the last game, apart from Origin, Game 1, uh, Knights versus Eels. We all tipped Eels. The scores looks pretty one-sided, 4 versus 40. So, yeah. uh... I did not see one second of this game. All I know is that apparently Reed Marnie got injured. That's it. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks with a shoulder, some sort of shoulder injury, so that's pretty yeah. big for, for the Eels, but... You know, they won very convincingly against the Knights and more pain for the Knights. Yeah, look, they, uh, look, they obviously had a pretty decent win against Manly the week before, but I can't see Newcastle doing much this year. I mean, they're, I mean, Mitchell Pearce is still out, isn't he? I think they get Ponga back this week. I think um, that may help. And, God, I think um, when we talk about this next game, we certainly need him playing in the Newcastle jersey this week to get himself some match fitness. And then on to, yeah, the main event, uh, uh, set of origin, game one. Uh, in Townsville, uh, of all places. Um, 
Queensland versus New South Wales, 6-50. to 50. It was a, a one-sided game pretty much the entire thing. I think you guys only scored towards the end of the first half. Uh, I watched the game, but um, I was sort of... After we were up by 20-something points, I'm like, all right, laptop up, and I'll focus on that with that in the background. Mm. That was glorious, mm. glorious win. And it was be- even better because of how much they won by. So, you know what? This could be a, a big, a huge, a, a big series win for New South Wales. I'm predicting three nil. I'm not that confident. I'm thinking Broncos will strike. Uh, not Broncos. Why do I say Broncos? But Queensland. <laughs> because they played like the. Broncos they did. They played as exactly what they reminded me of the Broncos the way they, they were playing. They they conceded fifty and got their customary six. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's was very Bronco like. Look, I think it was actually masterstroke by Queensland. Uh, Louis, you guys <laughs> with a false sense of security by letting you have an easy victory, thinking, "Yep, we've got these bikes. They're no chance." And then, bam, coming to get you. Uh, I'm not sure about it, that. It was Paul Green saying, "You know what? I'm going to follow Bennett's plan last year, but he's just not going to be able to do it. Let's lose the first game. It's fine. It's fine." And then. Bam, win the series, but he's just yeah. like... The, the, <laughs> the, the, problem with, the problem with what Paul Green did here trying to do like with Bennett playing the underdog card is that he also then forgot to coach the team. Yeah. <laughs> because they looked like they had no f-ing idea what they were doing out there. If we're being realistic, I mean, look, obviously, New South Wales were exceptional. I, I, in all the State of Origin matches I've watched, and I've watched most of them, there's a few in the 80s I didn't see, but most of them I've seen... Um, that's the best I've ever seen New South Wales play in any game, ever. They, they did were, play very fast. They were, they were so much quicker than Queensland. There was only a, a small period in that game where Queensland looked effective. Um, they, they, just, you could name half a dozen players who you could, you could make a strong argument for saying they deserve man of the match. I think they probably got it right with, with Tom Trebojevic. I think they got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Toho on debut, he, he did great yeah. scoring a couple of tries. Latrell Mitchell in was like just in quick beast succession form. too. Pretty oh, they, like, yeah, they back to back. Yeah, uh, Latrell yeah. Mitchell was in beast mode. Um, Tedesco was was as strong as he always is. Uh, Peyton Haas was just yeah, he just kept going, didn't he? Coming he off just, the bench. Yeah. Um, just yeah, as I said, you could you could like uh, Damien Cook was unbelievable out of dummy half. I mean, you could keep rattling off, rattling off. Um, Turbo didn't play centre either, by the way. He was playing. Every position on the field. He was all he over was the everywhere. field, exactly. He was everywhere. <laughs> and that's why I think they probably got it right with him man of the match. But if, if you'd told me that uh, Latrell Mitchell would have got man of the match, I, would have, I wouldn't have argued that too much. If you'd told me that, um, that Damien Cook or Payne Huss would have got it, I wouldn't yeah. have argued too much. Or yeah, even Toto um, as well for his... He was good. Yeah, you know, he was just... The halves, didn't put a the foot halves wrong. were pretty steady. The halves were both steady. They handled things. Yeah, clear is... Yeah, they were both like... Luai like was pretty... The way he was playing was... You know, he he basically played like he did at club level and didn't yep. really miss a beat. So yeah, and, and they showed their desperation to keep their line intact too, because I think it was about two or three minutes to go. Obviously, up by a thousand. Um, and Queensland looked like they were going to score a certain try when the the Coates got the ball back to Gagai, I think it was. Um, and they 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 got in there and stopped him right on the line. So. Um, he looked for all money to, to score, but they, they just didn't want to let that line get breached. So, um, look, oh, and obviously this doesn't doesn't excuse the loss, but I, it certainly didn't help Queensland the fact that Christian Walsh went off with the um, concussion after about 10 minutes. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that, that, I mean, he is such a key, a key forward for them because he plays such big minutes. 
And what it did, and even though I think this guy was actually our best player, um, Fodawaka from the Titans, he came off the bench to replace him. He ended up playing about 55 or 60 minutes. I think he was far and away Queensland's best player and most effective. But the original plan for him would have been probably to play about 25 minutes. So they had to use him a lot differently than what they would have liked, I imagine. So it kind of throws that off. Now, obviously, that doesn't excuse losing by 50. But it, it certainly didn't help. And, and I think Fafita spent a little bit of time off the field with a concussion test as well. He came back on, but he was nowhere near as effective in the second half. He was, he was okay in the first half. Um, I think Munster and Harry Grant will both be much better because they haven't played for a month. I think, I, I think they both tried their ass off. But they were, it was so clear to me, especially with Munster, that they were... They were short of a gallop, so I think they'll be a lot better uh, for match two, but um, they've got a lot to work on, um, and they're going to have to make some changes. It's as simple as that. Uh, New South Wales, if, if they don't get any injuries in the next couple of weeks, they'll be 1-17. to 17. They won't make a change. Um, hmm. Queensland, though, there's, there's a few guys who I think will be uh, losing their jerseys after that one. Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting game, game two, because it's in Suncorp Stadium. Like it's in Suncorp Stadium, and, and that's probably a good thing for Queensland. The fact that after such a heavy defeat, um, they do get to go to Suncorp Stadium, where they have an extremely strong record, not just recently, but just in their entire history. Um, it's their their spiritual home. Uh, that's certainly going to assist them. But if they can't go in there thinking that, well, both teams have got to be careful. Queensland can't go there thinking, oh well, we're at Suncorp, we'll be okay. But New South Wales can't also go there thinking they're going to get the same Queensland team. Because Queensland are going to step it up from that because they cannot play like that again. Yeah. I, d- I think if New South Wales repeat with the effort and what they did last night, I don't think they could be beaten. The way that Travojevic, literally every, pretty much every person on the team, you can't really say anyone had a bad game that was in, you know, no, on, no, no, on for and, most and that's, that's why I that's say, it. yeah, that's why I say I think it's yeah. the best ever New South Wales performance. And I know there was another match back, I think it was in 2000, where they scored, I think they won 56 to 16. Yeah. But that was a very, very poor Queensland team. Like, that was that was expected. Like, that everyone was expecting New South Wales to win that game by a very large margin. Um, this one, though, a lot of people were expecting it to be a fairly close game. And it just wasn't. It was at no stage was it close. It was just complete and utter domination by New South Wales. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I think in terms of changes for Queensland, I mean, obviously Josh Papalee will come straight back in um, now that his suspension has been served. He'll, he'll, and that will help plug up the, the middle of the field where they can see that a lot of um, line breaks. He'll come straight back in. Um, Xavier Coates has to be dropped. He was absolutely woeful. His defence was terrible. Um, he just did nothing. He has to go. Um, I think Holmes will go back onto the wing, and obviously um, they'll look at either Callum Ponger or or, um, or AJ Brimson for fullback. Um, the other thing too, and as much as this guy does such a great job and is a great player, um, Capewell, he's he's playing out of position. He's a back rower playing centre, and I'm sorry, you cannot have a back rower, <coughs> excuse me, playing out of position, marking up against Tom Trebojevic at the moment. He's too good. You need a specialist there. I actually thought that was a, a strange selection anyway. Like, did, did they not have any other centres they could pick? They, I, I think it threw them off a bit with the fact that Ponga was injured. I, I think the original plan would have been that Ponga would have been fullback, Holmes would have been on the wing, and AJ Brimson likely would have been in the centres, which is, I think, what they'll probably do for game two. Because um, what that does, <clears throat> it allows them to um, bring Ben Hunt onto the bench, um, and it allows them to have 
some more attacking options because the fact is Queensland are going to have to find points for game two because New South Wales are that red hot. They need points. Now, that means they need guys like Ponga, Brimson, um, Harry Grant, Cameron Munster. All those guys have got to be firing, so they need them all on the field. They, they just have to go... They have to fight fire with fire. That's their only chance. Okay, all right. So after uh, the end of round 13, let's just have a quick look at the uh, totals. Uh, so Phantom's on 55 out of 101. I believe that's the right number. Uh, Smokes is on a 59. Principal's on a 70, and I'm on a 74. So... Not a Jeez. good round. Oh. Not a good round. <laughs> uh, like, well, there's only five games, so it's hard to tell, right? Like... I chalked that up to loyalty, my poor tip yeah. in that round. Both my teams conceding 50. Oh, f- It has not been a good mm. week of football, guys, for me. I reckon I would be winning if I didn't tip the Raiders every week, too. I said, I said that in last week's podcast when you weren't here. I actually said, if you weren't staying loyal to the Raiders for the last six weeks, you'd be leading the tipping comp. You know, it's no joke. It's no coincidence, right? The two tipping comps I've ever won in forever have both been when Raiders have made the grand final. When and then, when they're playing, well, and yeah. also the preliminary finals. So, so yeah. when they've won yep, most yep. of their games, I've actually won the, comp, the tipping comp. But then every time they have a dud season, it's, I fall way behind. I, I, I generally do quite well in, in years when the Broncos have won the comp too. It's like, yep, yeah, you can rely on them so I can tip them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. so on to some news headlines. Uh, the Blues bloodbath. Miserable Maroons left reeling as New South Wales runs right in brutal opener. Yeah, look, and as I guess we've, well, we've, we've been we've talking about it. about so much. I guess looking at the shot there, though, and look, again, didn't make a, a, a difference in the result, but why was Nathan Thurley had to stay on for 15 minutes with that... With that the um, ref called him cut? out and said, go, like, you have to get off, you have to get looked after. Cause that's... Yeah, he should have done that earlier. And especially with, with all the protocols they're putting in place at the moment about player safety and all that, you got this guy with this massive gash bleeding. And the other thing, too... They got him off and they obviously treated him when he was back on the South Half Time. They didn't force him to change his jersey. So he's yeah. wearing this blood-stained jersey. Like, he would have had a backup jersey. Why wasn't he forced to put on a clean jersey? I know yeah. it doesn't affect the result, but they're going to have all these protocols and, and measures in place. But, oh, that's right. You're going to have this massive gash that clearly needs stitches. Yeah. Let him play for 15 yeah. minutes while he's oozing out blood everywhere. It's not like they wouldn't have noticed him. He was involved in a lot of the play. Like, oh, like God, no. He actually couldn't take a shot at goal because the blood was seeping yeah. into his eye. Surely the referee says, oh, why isn't he taking a shot at goal? Oh, because he's bleeding out of his Yeah, like, no, I, th- I saw that and I'm like, this is... this. Short- I know it's origin, but seriously, get him... Yeah. It's great imagery because, you know, it's, look, you know, origin, it's tough, it's bloodbath, whatever, but, you know, come on. There, there's rules in place for a reason. Get him off, get him stitched up, and get him back on. It's also given that they're doing the, head, the concussions and trying to make it so, you know, kids want to play, then you've got parents watching players like that with big cuts. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like it should have been put up way earlier. But you know what I also noticed in the game? With concussions, mm. a lot of these concussions, yeah. the ref stop play straight away, which he don't, they don't normally do that in regular games. No, um, they don't, yeah. Christian they, they Welsh, up a bit. They, the ref stopped twice or three times yeah. for con- by concussion that the ref saw, stopped the game immediately, yeah. and they looked, and I thought that was actually pretty good, yeah. which they don't do a lot of the time, and then they you know... They should definitely stop it. If the player is, like, cl- in close proximity to where the play is happening, then they should stop play, um, because it risks injury and, and all that, but... You know, if, if they're way off in the distance, let it let it let it go and just let the doctors deal with it in the background. Yeah, I, I think that the ref saw um, someone like Christian Welsh when he just felt 
straight to the ground. That was a... Oh, yeah. I feel that the ref should have the power to go, you know what, you fell straight, you've been knocked out. Yeah, so you just go, off you, off you go. Jelly don't, legs, yeah. don't wait for the, the trainer, just off you go. Get the trainer to take just you off. Call, call the time off. And, yeah, yeah. And, and that was that was an example where he was clearly... He was clearly yeah, stunned. he was so, very, very um, stunned. It was, it, was a good, it was a good decision. It was yeah. a good um, call there, but... Yeah, no, I think that's that's a fair point. Um, Duffy tours Canberra's HQ as Hodgson edges closer to Bronco switch. Transfer whispers. What do you? Th- I, I'm keen to hear you on this principle because oh. obviously both the main topics in this article sort of involve the Raiders quite heavily. So, what are your thoughts? This Duffy decision is like, I honestly can I can't understand it for the life of me. We've got um, Chance Chance Nickel Clockstad. That's not how you say his last mm-hmm. name. He's changed it, but I can't remember how to say it properly. But he's a fantastic he, he's a fantastic organizer. Since he's been injured, Raiders have barely won a game. If I think they've won one game against the Bulldogs since he's been injured. Mm, yeah. Last year they won all those games without their players because of his organization and his defense at the back. And mm. I think what they're looking for is some more attack. So they're they're desperately you know, Raiders don't have that attack, so they're searching for some sort of attacking weapon. But to move to move Chansey, I think they're going to the the centres. If they put it to accommodate Duffy, I think it's just huge. Mm. It honestly just does my head in. I I think yeah, there's, there's better it's players. A, a buy a better centre. Buy a strike centre. Leave our fullback. Get get attack from somewhere else. But this because they're not going to be paying. It's not going to be cheap to get Duffy there. They're going to be paying like whatever it is. But I imagine it's going to be over like the five six hundred k mark. For a player yeah, like him. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one because, yeah, like reading the story, yeah, it's talking about possibly moving Clockstad into centre next year because you've got a bit of issues with, with the centre position at the moment. But, yeah, I'm kind of like you. I mean, so long as he gets comes back from this neck injury fine, you'd want to keep him at fullback. My, yeah. Um, My only other thought is um, Chan says the, his kids are in New Zealand. He used to play for the Warriors. So his family... Oh, I wonder if there's some sort of thing that at the end of his contract that he's saying that he's moving back. You know, maybe he's Raiders. Go. The only way it makes sense to me is Raiders know that he's not a long term option. That they're not going to keep him. But, well, yeah. just because he may need, want to return home, and you know, two of us are Sheck's not at the Warriors anymore. They've got um, yeah, true. that young player, but he can move to the half. So I thought that was interesting. But as for Hodgson, you know what? He can just piss off. I don't even care <laughs> that he's caused. <laughs> I don't mean to swear. But you know what? Mm. The, the, in the middle of that absolute disaster week, then he starts ringing papers up, putting <laughs> Raiders. Like, surely mm. that's got to be a breach of contract or something just... Going out so by what was himself. he saying about them? I, I heard something about this. What was it, he actually saying oh, about them? So basically, like, the Raiders said, you know, the George Williams, we're parting ways. He wants to go home. Blah, blah, blah. We're just letting him go home. Then he's... And then basically there was, uh, you know, James Hooper was having goes at Williams. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he basically... Josh Hodson um, did an interview with some... He went on the record saying basically that the Raiders had just left George Williams in the lurch and basically they didn't care about his mental health and blah, blah, blah. Just basically just full attack the Raiders. He said, oh, I love this club, but then he's just, with all the stuff that's going on, surely you just Mm. leave it alone. So he's like, oh, I'm standing up for a mate. Maybe it's a tactic. 
Yeah, maybe it's a tactic for him to try and get the Raiders to let him go. Hundred percent, it is. His manager yeah. is um, the same as John Bateman's manager. So um, uh, who is it? Uh, Isaac Moses, I think, or someone. Oh, that Moses. Yeah, yeah. the, the deregistered bloke. So, yeah, yeah, deregistered, but he's still basically running the calling the shots. He's just got other people to do the work. Yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did Bateman get out of his contract? Started causing. Started just yeah. call, remember he called the Don Ferner, um, well I can't even remember what he said, dickhead or something like that on yeah, on and Instagram. Yeah, tried, um, tried to say his yeah, was hacked or nah, stuff. Yeah. Like you know what, Hodgson, I couldn't care less where he goes, but I'm happy for him not to be the Raiders. He, we've well, got to tell you what, it's just not worth it. The Broncos will take the Broncos will take him off your hands, and we'll also take Dufty to solve that little problem for you as well. If you I feel like. like Broncos will take anyone they can we'll get. Ta- we'll take. Him. <laughs> Look, I'd be shocked if Hodgson doesn't end up at Brisbane now. Yeah. I look the, the the one with Dufty. It made sense to me if it was a case of they could get him this year because Clogstad's going to be out for this year. So it would yeah. make sense. It was like, okay, we'll take you for this year, and depending on how you go, we might re-sign you. Yeah, because yeah. um, we we could use you. Like that would have made sense to me, but. Um, if it's going to be because apparently the dragons aren't going to let him go until the end of the contract, so no. uh, look, we'll take him. Yeah, we'll take I him think if he'd you work. Don't want him. That's okay. Like if you didn't have a fullback, he'd be great signing. He'd be good. He'd be good. I'm just up, saying. He always has yeah. a game. He always has an absolute red hot crack. Even on those games where he doesn't like necessarily yeah. have have a great game, he's always trying his ass off. Yeah. So, but I just uh, whereas yeah. I look at what Asako did at half time, that was so lazy. That play yeah. right on halftime was so damn lazy. You would never get that from Dufty. Like he might, yeah. he might have gone there and knocked it on or something, but he wouldn't have been just lazily stood back and yeah. let it go. So, but maybe Asako uh, would but, benefit from moving. You could move him onto the wing or whatever he used he, to play. He, he, he do he do very well on the wing. Yeah, I think that's worth without having next year if, if we sign a fullback. Not but, making um, those decisions, so. But yeah, I just think that's it yeah, was an yeah. interesting one. But look, well, uh, as I said, we'll take them both. I'd be happy to take Hodgson because look, Hodgson is the kind of player we need actually to bolster our spine up a bit. Because look, Jake Turpin is just not doing it for me. I'm sorry, he's just not. Uh, 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 there's a lot of Broncos fans about a year and a half ago, all wanting to say, "Let's get rid of um, Andrew McCulloch. We've got Jake Turpin. Let's use him. He's younger." And I remember watching Turpin a couple of times when when McCulloch was still on the side, and I was, I was thinking like. He doesn't do anything that McCulloch doesn't already do. It's just that McCulloch has an extra 250 games of experience behind him. Um, and I'm sorry, but I've seen nothing from him to suggest that he is our answer at hooker. And you know what's crazy? How many great hookers are there at the moment? They're just popping up everywhere. Reed Marnie, yeah. um, or Damien Cook, obviously, for a while. But even, like, yeah. um, it's Tom Starley. Harry Grant. Yeah, Harry Grant. But, like, Tom Starley, he's not in that level. But he's, he's doing yeah. fantastically. But we he's, haven't seen... He had a very good year last year. Yeah, yeah but we haven't seen... Huge amount from Turveners to keep persisting. No, You've got to be looking elsewhere for for such a key yeah. position, at least. I think so, and I, I, I'd be shocked if we didn't end up with Hodgson. From all the talk, sounds like he's going to be heading north. We'll make him feel. He comfortable. probably just wants to get out of Canberra for the winter, like you know. That's it. <laughs> he's that's really it. sick of Canberra's winter. He's, pr- he's from the it. north of England, uh, though, so he probably he don't, probably uh, doesn't care. Maybe it'd be too hot for him out there. But anyway, Manly Panthers make big call on Origin stars Chooks Koi on Teddy. Yeah, it's just a bit about the um, the team lists for this week and how obviously the Origin match has impacted them. So Penrith, I think, uh, I think they're going to play about half their guys and rest about half of them. Uh, it sounds like Tedesco is going to play for the Roosters. I think the Gold Coast. I think all their guys are backing up except for Fodawaka, who's got a one match suspension. Yeah, I think um, that was sort of the, the the main sort of. I mean, I think um, 
Melbourne as well. They're, they're obviously not playing Christian Walsh, but I think um, Munster and, and Grant are playing. So a bit of a mixed bag. It, it always throws up a few interesting um, interesting results during Origin. I mean, some of the lower-ranked teams pull off upsets at this time of year because the, the, the stronger teams are affected by Origin quite heavily. So Well, I mean, we saw it with Panthers. Hmm. Well, Man- Manly, for example, I mean, Manly arresting, um, I think that it said that Tom Travojevic is very unlikely to play. Um, so, you know, big loss for them because obviously he's bulletproof at the moment. And this last one, can we skip over any news article that talks about Clive Palmer? Because, <laughs> yeah, like, definitely. Because really, honestly. I, I just thought right. it was funny because it's to do with um, he, he's trying to advocate that Falau play, that Israel Falau plays Origin. You know what was funny with this uh, one? I, it's like a yeah. Batuta advocate. Um, Article, but it's actually not. Yeah. And he was actually serious. <laughs> like, and that's the kind of thing you read. You yeah. read it, and it's like, oh no, this is actually yeah. real news. This is real. It's this like the real. onion. It used to be, you know, satirical, and now it's almost realistic. It's just, yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, just, exactly. It's terrible. Um, I did see a funny Batuta. I did see a funny Batuta advocate um, story today. Actually, it's uh, it was a picture of Wayne Bennett, like. Uh, lying in bed holding <laughs> a mobile phone and it said um, Wayne is shocked when he wakes up to 97 missed calls day after origin oh I was, I was worried it was a family emergency but no no they're just all trying to lobby me back for coach <laughs> I saw that that was great alright on to beer bets basically last week Smokes lost one and gave it to the principal and Phantom stayed even Stevens on uh, 18 so every time someone misses every- a podcast they gain beers I should just skip yeah. one so I can gain a few <laughs> no Smokes you and me we're the only ones that have been in every episode Let's that's keep that true going. that's true you've got to keep that 100% attendance record up the principal will be, will be very thrilled with my attendance yes, yes. okay that's on it. to uh, <laughs> this week's beer bets oh, Smokes any looked um, let me think okay I'll just go with um, two beers on the Cowboys to upset Manly on Friday oh, I was gonna, that was going to be my beer bet too <laughs> <laughs> well double up we'll, 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 get, we'll no, no. two make beers print, in each and Atlee make can, Phantom oh, take it Phantom can, go, can take the bet uh, I'll do a different one. I'll, my second one was going to be Sharks to beat Penrith. Oh, favorite team. I did consider that briefly, but I will take that bet. I assume it's two beers. Yeah, two beers. Just two beers for that one. You know what? It's yeah. probably a long shot, but I would just love to see that. And you know what, mate? Oh, they're at the best time. Know. Yeah. Don't, yeah, that's get them get at a better time. Well, half their Origin players aren't there, and the other half will be backing up. Bit, yep. bit sore, so... Although, although I don't know if Queensland made them that sore. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so I don't have access to this sports bet account, but did we make any money yeah, for this uh, push-up um, challenge? Yeah, the Phantom put, uh, he put a very small wager on Brandon, Brandon Smith to score an anytime try for the Storm against the Titans, and, they, and he did. So I think he put about five on it and got ten back. So basically a double, double the... The bet. So I put a ten dollar nice. bet this week. Oh, sorry, a nine dollar fifty bet because we. I wanted to just keep. I'm, I'm very OCD with this. I want to keep the figures even. So I got nine dollars fifty on the Cowboys to beat Manly at the, at the head-to-head price. I think they're paying two dollars sixty. So you know. So uh, I think it's a chance of happening because Tom Travojevic is not there, and he's such a key for them. Uh, whereas Valentine Holmes is playing for the Cowboys. I think Felt is not backing up, but. I don't see that as a huge thing. I mean, it's, it's a winger. It's not the end of the world if he plays or not. So that's the uh, the bet this week. Hopefully, hopefully we can bring some more money in. And uh, I'm guessing there was no Dugan report, right? Because... Shark- nope, no Dugan report. 
He probably yeah, still got injured in training or something, right? Probably. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, crossing the street or playing the pokey or whatever. Well, the Dugan report is that the Sharks have said he's unwanted. Yeah, he's the one of Dugan. unwanted men. And you know who, they, who his manager offered him, offered him to? The Raiders. He was offered to the oh, Raiders. Really? Oh, oh, the Raiders. You'd love that. You'd take him back, wouldn't you? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh, hey, I've got a great player for you. Oh, who is it? Dugan. Oh, thanks, oh, but... Dugan. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you need a centre. Maybe you don't have to take Dufty, you can take Dugan. You've been loving that. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, on to our next segment, uh, the push-up challenge. We've been yeah. doing it for about 10 days. Yep. Uh, I think the biggest day we had is maybe today Yesterday. or a couple of days ago. Where and it was today. Almost 200. 200 and something on one of the days. Like, so, look, today's 190-something, yeah. and I think yeah. two days ago was a couple, yeah, like, yeah. almost 200 as well. Um, I've been fine if I break it up and I do some in the morning, I do some after work, but uh, I didn't do that this morning. That's kind of what I do, I sort of break it. I mean, look, I've just been doing 150 a day. So, obviously some days that means I'm finishing ahead, some I'm finishing a little bit less than what the daily thing is, but I'm just doing 150 a day just to make sure I keep that average up. And I I sort of break it up, do, do three lots of 50 throughout the day. Yeah, it's been good. I must say I'm getting pretty sore shoulders. This week with some yeah, of these some, bigger ones? Some days at the end like, of it, yeah. Some days at the constantly, end of it, like, oh. it's just constant, yeah. I feel them. And I, I, I was yeah. starting with like doing able to do 10, and now I can almost do 30, but like I'm... At first I was feeling it so much in my stomach, like sort of bottom left of my stomach I was feeling it a lot. Like, um, But obviously you feel it in those other areas, like the chest and the shoulder area as well. Mm. But I was feeling it a lot, because I'd done a lot of heavy core work just before we started these things. So I think that's why I was feeling a lot in there too, but that seems to have settled down now and... Buddy Spanton uh, keeps posting up his little Instagram stories, looks at, look, videos of himself. I don't think he just loves watching himself. The big lair. I've only seen the first couple. <laughs> I didn't know there was more. Yeah, I just he just wants to watch himself do push-ups on, on oh, he social does. media. He does. I, just I think, I think he just loves watching himself <laughs> and just blowing himself a kiss. I'm waiting for him to blow himself a kiss while he's doing it or something. <laughs> you know? I'm just waiting for him just to kiss his arms every time. You know, oh, just like, oh. oh, look at the guns. The first or the second video he sent Starts with like a full groin shot, and I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know if I want to click oh, this. Oh, that's like a really awkward. You think he'd edit the video? Just <laughs> yeah. showing the push-ups. Yeah. But, but he has yeah. him, him walking over to set the camera, and then him walking. <laughs> Zooms oh. right in on the crotch. Oh yeah, yeah, some good crotch action. Too bad there's not much to zoom in on. Did, a, did, a, did, did the bloody Hubble telescope to see that thing? <laughs> Our donation link for the Pub Talk Push-Up Challenge is bit.ly slash pub talk push-up, all lowercase. <laughs> now you have to leave that part. I was just literally thinking about him re- listening to this back and hearing that. <laughs> just... Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, that's me, my day. That's me. Oh, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit glad he couldn't make it today, actually, because oh, I, I, I think I would have copped it really hard. Yeah. Last you would have, yeah. and I'm kind of glad because my editing job is going to be like two or three hours instead of four. Um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's fine. No beeps this uh, yeah. many. Uh, so round 14, we'll get Phantom's uh, tips before you know the, the game starts. Uh, so on to round 14, Sea Eagles versus Cowboys. Smokes, let's start with you. Yeah, I'm going to go the upset and go the Cowboys. Um, I'm not very confident, but I just think no Tom Travoyevich. Um, he's such such an impact on that side. So I'll go them. Okay, and Principal? Well, I'm going to go um, Sea Eagles, just because Daly Cherry Evans was 
in tears last night. Now he wants some revenge. So I'm thinking it's maybe that'll point. be the difference. I don't really know. I, I, it could go, I, I was thinking to Cowboys, yeah. but I'm going to Manly. Point of difference. He was very disappointing last night, Cherry Evans. So he'll want to bounce back. Yeah, I think so. Point. Sharks versus Panthers. Uh, Principal, let's start with you. Yeah, we're going to go. I'm going to say Panthers, even though I did my be better Sharks. And your Sharks is your second favourite team. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, it's but like, I guess you know, with, the, uh, with the odds in front of you. And, you know, Tigers are sort of jumping in there too at the moment because they beat Penrith. Yeah, I, yeah so, it sounded like you got a bit of a love. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'll go, I'll go Panthers as well. Um, look, they, they could struggle a bit because of the origin, but Penrith, they're a good team. They are a good team. All right. Uh, Titans versus Roosters. Smokes. Oh, interesting. Uh, and I'll go the Chooks. I'm pretty sure Tedesco was the only origin player for them, wasn't he? So I'll go the Chooks. Um, the Titans got a few guys backing up, but I'll, I'll go the Chooks. And Principal? Yeah, same. Roosters should get this one pretty easily, I imagine. Yep. I'm also going the Roosters. Pretty sure, okay. pretty Rab- sure Phantom said he wanted the Titans in this one. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds, right. that sounds right. Yep. yep. Um, all right. Rabbitohs versus Knights. Smokes. Yeah, the Rabbits. Rabbits all the way for this one. The Knights are a shambles. Yeah, Principal, yeah, guessing the same? Yeah, definitely Rabbitohs. And myself, Rabbitohs as well. Okay, Raiders versus Broncos. Oh, this this is, should be this, pretty easy to guess. Can we just skip this one. and just avoid the pain? Because, yeah, you know... No, we, no we, this is going to be like the focus yeah, of next week's episode. Oh, this you is know, just You know painful. what? We're, we're, we're going to make Canberra look like world beaters. They're going to look like a top four team after they've played us. Um, oh, Jesus... You I, I, tip I, I Broncos. Feel dirty if I tip the raid. I, I have to tip got to tip this Broncos. one just because I've, I've got to try and catch up points now. I actually, I actually don't <laughs> think we'll win. I think, I think you guys are probably going to flog us, but I'll go with us because I need the extra points and the tipping comp. Hang on, are you going? To, you going Broncos? I'll go the Broncos. Yeah. All right. Definitely Warriors, Raiders. Warriors versus Storm. My better judgment. Yeah. Sorry, I just assumed you'd go <laughs> Principal yeah. Raiders. Uh, I'm also going Raiders, but. That's I can't wait to hear what Phantom goes here. I really want to know that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Warriors versus Storm. Uh, yeah, I'll go the Storm. They're such a good team, and they got they obviously um, Harry Grant and Cameron Munster got a run under their belt now. They're the, mm. they're the goods. Principal Storm. Yeah, I think it's going to be a whitewash of Storm. All right. Uh, Eels versus West Tigers. Principal. Oh, the Tigers, but I can't do it. I'm going to go Eagles. Eels. I would like to do Tigers, but. I feel like eels are... Nah, eels are too strong. Uh, Smokes? Yeah, I'm on the eels as well. Um, they were very lightly impacted by erosion, so they'll be fine. <laughs> and Bulldogs vs. Dragons. I'm going to assume Didn't everyone's going to play like two weeks ago? It feels Didn't like they it. Play on, they played on Mother's Day. It was only like, what, three, four weeks ago? Yeah, it's a weird So, draw. hang on, don't they arrange this so that it's... Or is it literally just a draw out of a like a barrel? It, it, or something? Sometimes you get this where teams play each other very close together. Um, it's oh. it's weird. Like I reckon the Storm and Warriors played each other on Anzac. Day. Yeah, it was Anzac Day. So, so. happens uh, a lot at the start of the season too. Yeah, it, it does. Sometimes they like bunch them up, but yeah. I'll I'll go the Dragons. Um, yeah, I think that'll be too. And principal? Yeah, Dragons. Pretty boring tipping week this week. I think I've tipped the same as you. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, Adam. Yes. Yep, matching. Yep, 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 yep. Smokes has pretty and much got the same. It'll be interesting to see what Phantom does. I've got, I've got, a, but, cu- um, I've got a couple of different ones. One of them because I was forced to because I actually don't really think they're going to win, <laughs> but I'll go with them anyway. Uh, oh, my poor teams. 
Well, that gets us to the end of round uh, 14 tips and episode 13 of this podcast. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, thanks, that, that armchair experts, for attending. That was a painful <laughs> no, one. No, you'll be all right. After look, past look, week. It's, you know what? It would have been it's worse just, if Fennel was here. It's just a game We went easy on you. I know, I know. I am glad he was here. Look, when we lose, it's just a game of footy. So it's just a game <laughs> of footy. That's the end of this episode. Uh, Thank you very much. You can follow us on uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for us. Thank you. And uh, up the Raiders? Is that what you say, Simmons? Yes, up the Raiders. And, you know, you're a local Canberra, Canberra resident. So you, yeah, I know. You know, I know. You can cheer on your be, team too. I should be more. Yeah, but they play really bad all the time. <laughs> so I, I don't even think I'll watch... <laughs> you know what? I I feel the same way. To be perfectly honest, I will I'm watch, like, oh. but I will have a lot of drinks prior to watching. Yeah, exactly. It'll numb or, the pain, or, 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 at least, or at least a lot of drinks after. <laughs> <laughs>